Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. All righty, everybody, welcome back. We are here with another episode of the Weep Weekly. I am joined with two amazing human beings. Mizu, Travis, say hello to the listeners. Hello, hello, everybody. Excited to be here. Mizu, how you doing? Hey, what's going on? Um, I'm doing fantastic. Can't wait to have an interesting discussion because, you know, certain trailer popped up on our radar. Nothing major or nothing like that. Um, what is it, Travis? I, I don't get the hype behind it. Uh, it's a small independent film. You never heard of it. Uh, Black Panther 2, maybe? Yeah, there's a, <laughs> there's a ton of things happening around the world of entertainment, but I think Black Panther 2 kind of took the world by storm, uh, breaking records and all, all that jazz when it comes to viewership on that second trailer. How did you guys feel about the everything that we got? We got a ton of sneak peeks. Uh, I just wanted to get your reactions first, and then we can dive deep into it for the people. Honestly? Um, wow. I will, I will say this. That didn't have the emotional grip like the teaser did. Not okay. as close, but wow. I mean, then again, that teaser is something that you really can't compete against. Mm-hmm. So, but I like how we got to see more in the trailer. We got to see um, the possible conflict between, you know, Wakanda and Talo Khan. That's what is being told. Sure. And another thing, I'm going to say this again. Neymar looks dope. He looks so amazing. I am welcoming this change. This, In my opinion, this change was needed because, again, you know, people have that, that whole argument about, you know, Aquaman and Neymar being the same. And Disney was thinking to himself, so like, yeah, let's make him different. Especially, you know, how successful the Aquaman movie was, you know, Jason Momoa. So how can you compete against Jason Momoa? And um, but yeah, Namor looked amazing. I like how they kept true to his character. He has the pointy ears. The man's got the the wing feet. Man's flying across the screen. I can't wait to see that. The man just looks badass all over. Um, overall, and I want to see what his story is because he opens up the trailer by talking about only the most broken people can be the best leaders. And I'm like, huh? Oh, who hurt you? Who hurt you, my friend? I want to know. It looks freaking phenomenal. I agree. Okay. I agree. How about you, Travis? How did you feel about the trailer? Oh, man. As, as Me Too said, Me Too said it perfectly, that first teaser, it's an impossible bar to reach. That was so emotional. I don't think there's any trailer or teaser I've seen that brought that kind of emotion out of me. Uh, but I am even more excited still from this uh, second trailer. As Me Too was saying, Namor looks incredible. It was a change that was needed. I'm way more interested in seeing uh, Ironheart now than even in the first teaser because Ironheart looks really cool. Um, and overall, it just looks like it's going to be an incredibly made work. Like I'm excited to see what Ryan Coogler does. Uh, I've read an article actually recently that said he was going to step away from Hollywood altogether after Chadwick Boseman died, but he decided to carry on regardless. And I think that shows that this is going to have so much heart, more heart than we've ever seen in any other superhero movie. So I'm really excited. It has, it has to do a lot. It's, it's based, it's an homage to Chadwick. It's also setting up the future of the character, which we saw at the end of the trailer. We'll get to that soon. But uh, we, I think we had a pretty solid idea of what we can expect, right? Ironheart is going to have her moment of her debut. Dominique Thorne looks great in the suit. The suit looks really amazing, at least from what we've seen. We've seen it flying through the street. We've seen, it, we've seen her do the test flight. Uh, Tenoch Huerta, I think, looks amazing. This new redesign, as Mitsu said, was well needed. Uh, I think it fits more into this Aztec god type feel than just a man in a in, in a speedo, right? It it, it 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 definitely fits like more of a superhero, and and it gives him a, this aura of mystery. And you see it when he's talking to uh, T'Challa's mother. There's like a deep contentious relationship there, especially since we've seen different types of people try to come into Wakanda to steal the vibranium, which is. I think the the crux of the movie is 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 Wakanda 
opening up to the world and the world trying to take what makes Wakanda special, quote unquote, right? Uh, I, I, I just wanted to see what was your favorite moment in the trailer? Honestly, for me, it was just seeing Namor. Funny enough, and mind you, this is coming from someone who wasn't well-versed. I knew who Namor was, but I wasn't well-versed in his stuff. I just knew that he was an anti-hero. He fights on the side of his kingdom. Um, he has an in-and-out relationship with Invisible Woman, which is very interesting if they ever decide to you know, bring that up. Um, and he has a, you could say kind of a frenemy relationship with Wakanda and T'Challa specifically. I don't even say friends. It's just that they're both rulers and they have to get along because, you know, diplomacy and all that stuff. So, but yeah, seeing him in there flying, um, the way he looks, it just, he looks more mythological. Like he looks like someone that there was right out of a mythological story. And hey, they've been playing into that. I mean, think about it. that scene where we hear Umbaku talk about him. Like he's not a king. He's not a general. They call him Kukul Khan, which means yeah. the serpent, um, the feathered serpent. Um, they look at him as a god. So if you kill him, that's eternal war. Uh-huh. So I thought that was freaking amazing. And then again, you mentioned Queen Miranda. We see Namor talking to Queen Miranda. And going off of the even the teaser, we see Nakia there and we see in the background, we see the Aztec um, Mayan pyramids in the background. So it yeah. looks like that, yeah, they had a connection. Wakanda, to me, it looks like they already established that Wakanda and Talokan were already like established. They known each other. And it seems like this is where they go to meet. This is where they go to communicate with them. Because we see Nakia there and then we see even further with uh, Queen Ramanda and Queen Ramanda might have some type i wouldn't say connection but something involving him because think about it like why is she there why is namor talking to her what's going on with that and then there's another thing that a lot of people got scared on is that we see queen Wormanda looking out a window in riri too and we see the reflection of the window we see namor picking up his spear and about to throw it through the window and a lot of people are speculating that queen Wormanda might die in this movie no it, now here's the thing. No I'm on the fence. It to me, it depends on how they do it. I don't mind it. It depends on how they approach it. But at the same time, you're gonna kill off Angela Bassett. Like that's bold. That's real bold. But again, it all depends on what they're doing. And I definitely agree that Riri. I I hope this is gonna be a great introduction for her because she's a character like kind of like Miles Morales in the beginning where in the beginning, a lot of people did not rock with him, although there were a lot of unnecessary hate for his character. But ever since Spider-Man Into the Into the Spider-Verse came out, now everybody loves Miles Morales. And I hope she gets the same treatment, because she's another character that got a lot of hate when she first debuted. And, you know, people are using all those kinds of arguments and stuff. So I want to see her get justice. And there's a lot of people who are in her corner, even Robert Downey Jr. Before this even became a concept, he said, what is the character do you want to see debut in the MCU? And he said, Ironheart. Same thing with Tom Holland. Say, oh yeah, I want to see Riri Williams be put into the MCU. And now we're going to get that. And not going to lie, from the angle that we got, her her suit kind of looks like like a Gundam, almost. Like a little mini Gundam <laughs> mecha thing going on. I'm for it. I'm for it, for sure. Yeah, no. I, honestly, I love seeing Namor on screen, but it has to be Dominique Thorne. It, it has to be Ironheart that got me the most excited because I did, I saw all of the hate that she was getting. I saw all of the hate that the character was getting, specifically Ironheart. And I've just wanted to explore that character more. I never read the comics and seeing her like this, seeing her Iron Man suit look kind of like a Gundam. I'm so excited. So excited to see her join the MCU. Thanks. Absolute facts. I feel that. I feel that. For me, however, I think the coolest moment in the trailer was finally seeing who the new Black Panther was. Uh, and I think, and, and I think that connects a lot to what you were saying, Mizu. Of uh, what if they do take out uh, Angela Bassett's character? Uh, it, it it might be that kind of uh, Aunt May moment for Shuri, where she realizes that she has to step up and become the black, like the Black Panther, as like let's say 
that they say that uh, uh, T'Challa left a note or T'Challa always wanted her to like be the next Black Panther or something like that. Like it, it, it would make sense for her character uh, to, to take that mantle as soon as something as big as losing her brother and her mother might be, you know? Uh, so th that makes sense to me narratively. And of course, we got to see her in the last seconds of the trailer and the suit looks amazing. She's got the, the, the dots on her face, just like her traditional... Uh, uh, I don't know if it was makeup or if it was like uh, actual like dots that she like uh, put on her face, but it, it, it mirrors her aesthetic perfectly. Uh, I, I'm glad that we finally got to see uh, the, the Black Panther revealed uh, and, and the suit looks good. I, I, I know seen leaks through the like the Funko uh, figurines that were coming out uh, for pre-order and people are saying, oh, it's definitely Shuri, but we don't know if it's real or not. We finally got it. So how did you guys feel about that being revealed? It's not going to be Nakia. It's not going to be uh, somebody else. It is going to be uh, Shuri. It's funny that you say that because I like how you already said confirm. Because when as soon as I saw the outfit and yeah, I saw I saw the helmet and the dots on it, I was like, oh yeah, that's Shuri, hands down, that's Shuri. Everybody and the mother kept having the arguments. Oh no, no, it could be Nakia, it could be Okoye. Some people even thought it was gonna be Mbaku, okay. um, or even maybe a revived Killmonger and stuff. And once that came out, I was like, yeah, hands down, Shuri. But there's still people holding out that they still think it might be Nakia or Okoye because another argument someone brought up is that, yeah, we see the Black Panther come down, but the, if you listen to the music, apparently it plays the uh, uh, um, Dormelage chant that they usually do. Okay. So some people are just like, oh, that could, that could be Okoye. You don't know. And I'm like, come on. Come on, guys. Let's, look, I, I would gladly, if I'm wrong, I would gladly eat my words. I have no problem with that. But let's just face the facts here. It's looking, it's, it's Shuri. Shuri hands down, no questions about it. Plus, I mean, it would be also kind of like accurate. I know there's a lot of people who are up in the air about that because they're like, oh, well, we haven't really seen her fight. She's not really good at fighting so far. What we've seen in the movies she, she's been in, um, she doesn't seem like the leadership type. So I've been hearing all these arguments why it can't be Shuri at all. But again, you didn't remember, um, they said that they confirmed that this movie is going to be two hours and, what, 45 minutes long? Around 40-something yeah. minutes long? So at first I was just like, oh, dang, another very long Marvel movie. But for this one in particular, I'm not mad at it because there's a lot to explain. There's a lot you got to explain. And I'm pretty sure they're going to show Shuri, you know, developing, um, training. Because, you know, a lot of people are saying, oh, you got to see her train. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure they're going to show her training. But yeah, it's hands down Shuri. Um, let's let's face it. Even the even the toys, though, if you look at the toy little stuff, they also kind of kind of like pretty much confirm it's Shuri. But what about you, Travis? <laughs> oh, wait, this is this is a little much info. I guess I'm one of the people that, oh. that is holding out. I I didn't know we were just confirming now that it's that is Shuri. I think we should. Pump the brakes a little bit. Okay, I hear, I hear your points. I think these are you guys are brilliant people. This is these are solid points, right? But but a part of me, I'm I'm like I don't know. You know they they might do a little shakeup because Shuri is so obvious. They might go a slightly different direction, and um, I don't know. That's that's my that's my particular uh point on it. I do think it might be a NECA. I it, it 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 really might even be Okoye. It really might be. But um I'm shocked to see you guys like super confirmed on it. But but okay. Well, I, I will give you this, Travis. One of the actresses who plays one of the Dormelage, she was like recently interviewed or caught up talking to some interviewer, and she confirmed that, oh yeah, there's gonna be a big twist or surprise in the movie. Now take that as you will. That can literally mean anything, especially when it comes to the MCU. And let's be let's be honest here: the MCU is it's fifty fifty when it comes to surprises because they're like, oh yeah, like oh I did not see that coming, and someone's just like, well we kind of saw that one coming. Oh, who would have guessed it was him or her or something like that? But um, but that's a good question I'll ask you guys. Like going off of that, what do you guys think the big reveal would be? In my personal opinion, I think that the reveal would be 
another argument I heard people say that there might be more than one Black Panther, as in like at least yeah. for the fight for Namor, then they might do a thing where okay, they're gonna have a bunch of Black Panthers fight, maybe confuse him. You know that whole charade thing that they do. Yeah. Oh, I heard that argument. Um, I think it might the reveal might have to do something with Namor. For me personally, I think there might be something that they might reveal to us about Namor that we might not have known before. Um, or maybe they just might not kill him. I'm hoping they don't kill him. That would be so bad. Let's stop doing that, Marvel. But that's just me. What, what about you guys? It would be such a waste if they killed Namor after doing this kind of redesign, after taking this kind of leap of faith with trying to recreate the character like this to just kill him in his debut movie, that'd be crazy. Um, I think outside of who Black Panther is, I think the reveal really might be something more about Ironheart. Maybe about Ironheart being like an ambassador for Wakanda or wanting to live in Wakanda for a while to... Uh, learn more about their technology or something about her getting like a Black Panther Iron Man suit. Like, but I do think it's going to be centered around uh, Riri. That makes total sense, honestly. Both of them makes both of those scenarios make sense. I think, uh, in my case, I think the 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 big thing might be setting it up for the future in terms of like what the Black Panther does in, in instead of just being a messenger for Wakanda or an ambassador for, for Wakanda, I think it might have to be a moment where um, Shuri or whoever gets elected the Black Panther um, has to become basically a, a, the world's Black Panther. Because it, it, the plot of this movie is essentially people from the outside world going into Wakanda to steal their valuable minerals. In this case, maybe they switch up their, their they switch up their, their, their policies and you get an end credit scene where a, a villain is introduced having Vibranium as a, like now that they've start, started opening their borders or trading with Vibranium. So I think there's a lot to do in terms of, uh, in terms of the story, uh, which is one of the most important aspects of it. Uh, and, and one thing that really stuck out to me is how the, 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 the cinematography of the actual, uh, the actual clips that we got, especially like the the dancing scenes, the waterfall scenes, right. even the 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 flight scenes. Did you guys n- notice that in the in the trailer a little bit? Yes, the way they shot both in the teaser and they showed us again in the trailer. The way the funeral is going to look, the way they shot that slow motion scene, all the beautiful people just dressed in white. I just know that that. That funeral scene is going to mess me up. It's going to destroy me on the inside. And yes, I like how we see the the shot where we see Namor just ascending to his throne in his megalodon, and they they confirmed it was a megalodon teeth um throne room like that. Beautiful shot. Yes, man. How about you, Travis? Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, it looked it it looked incredible. I didn't know that it was a megalodon teeth. For the throne, that's an interesting. That's an interesting takeaway from that. But yeah, um, definitely, definitely looked like a gorgeous, gorgeous scene. For sure, man. And 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 at least for me, uh, it, it even hits it's home harder because I've I've been looking at Tenoch Huerta's debut in the MCU for a long while. I saw him in Narcos and I loved him. Uh, he he's a super talented actor. But I, I think it, it also I, th- we have to give a lot of props to Ryan Coogler and the rest of the production team for being the for for having the courage to obviously they were filming throughout the pandemic. They were they had to make script changes as soon as they heard that the 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 news that that Chadwick had had passed away. So it's it's just a testament to uh, the dedication to that uh, uh, screenwriting uh, prowess, and of course setting that up in the most beautiful way possible, cinematog- in terms of the cinematography and giving Chadwick that uh, that final hurrah that he he definitely deserves. Uh, even the fact that 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 they're they're including a uh, a memorial service within the movie that fits the narrative it sounds amazing, 
right? I, I, it, 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 it's, it's pretty much everything that we wanted to see. I, I wanted to talk to you guys because like it hit me so hard that I actually was looking into uh, ways that I could, you know, improve my, the way that I tell stories and stuff like that. And I found out that there's actually st- things called like masterclasses. Uh, and I found out that Aaron Sorkin has actually given one for for, for screenwriting, and I I'm actually uh, stunned that, to find that so many professionals are actually making masterclasses. Have you heard about those before? Funny enough, I actually looked into that myself because one thing I always wanted to do is write. I always wanted to have this little fantasy of mine of making my own manga or book, and the fact that Neil Gaiman has a class in there just blows my mind, and I definitely want to write. From the man who made Sandman and the freaking American Gods, I love that. I definitely got into that class. Yeah, no, I heard about it too. Like I looked through Masterclass. I'm going to look into Martin Scorsese. I had no idea that he was making classes for this. Like I'm really excited to try that one out. There's a ton of them. Yeah, I'm 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 glad you guys knew about that because uh, I was stunned to see the full breadth of everything that's happening. But if you guys haven't heard about it before, Masterclasses are basically. Uh, classes on a wide variety of topics taught by the top people around that field. Uh, so they're around 10 minutes long, I believe. And they basically cover all the nuances that come with that specific topic. And they give you downloadable materials, uh, class guides, recipes, and other things like that. As you can see, we've all looked at different aspects of, of the master classes and have ones that appeal to us. But you guys can find your own, uh, the, the ones that, that stick out to you. Uh, and I highly recommend that you check those out, right? Uh, and just because you are a listener, right, of the Weeb Weekly, you can get unlimited access to every class as a, as a Weeb Weekly listener, and you get 15% off an annual membership, right? So if you go to masterclass.com slash Weeb right now, you can get 15% off your first masterclass. I, I think that sounds pretty amazing, that it's masterclass.com slash Weeb. So go check it out. And you can get into your own masterclass for whatever you want to pursue. I think that I think that looks pretty good. Absolutely. Great learning opportunity and also an amazing moment to learn something new. Uh, and, and, and speaking about learning something new, uh, there's a ton of stuff happening in October. And there's a lot happening on the anime side, on the TV side, on the movie side. Uh, what has been the thing that shocked you guys the most or the thing that you're most looking forward to this October? I'm not going to lie to you. There was one that I always was dead set on. And there's another one that I didn't expect to be um, excited for. So the one I'm excited for overall is Chainsaw Man. Can't wait for Chainsaw Man to be animated. So, um, again, it's a fantastic manga. I've read the manga. I finished the manga. So I just can't wait to see it animated and for it to be amazing and also hurt my soul. Um. Another one that I didn't expect to be ex- um, excited for is um, Werewolf by Night. I've been hearing some interesting things about Werewolf by Night. So for those who don't know, they confirmed that they're doing a Werewolf by Night um, Halloween special movie. It's going to be on Disney+. And so far, critics-wise, a lot of people are just like, this blew it away. Um, it definitely gives you um, classic um monster movie and the pretty much the premise i like about it is that it's a group of monster hunters all coming together to hunt a werewolf but the plot twist is one of the monster hunters is the werewolf so they're pretty much hunting each other down to find who the werewolf is and apparently one it's also in black and white and apparently people say it's actually pretty graphic so i was like huh I'll be the judge of that since it's on Disney Plus. But um, people say it's pretty solid. It's a surprising um, looker. And I'm like, okay, I didn't expect to be this excited for Whip of My Night. I'm definitely going to give that a watch. For sure. I've I've been reading a lot of fun stuff about Werewolf by Night. It's coming out, I think, October 7th on Disney+. And I've seen a ton of uh, reviews, especially from Fantastic Fest, which is where actually had like a secret screening. People thought that they were going to watch like Halloween Ends or, or, or something like that. And they actually got the, the, first, uh, the first speak at uh, Werewolf by Night. And they're saying that it's actually a full-on 1930s style horror movie. And I'm like, okay, I'll take it. Uh, apparently, it's only like an hour and, cha- and some change long, which is interesting because they're they're gonna have to 
the to, to pull a lot of stuff in in a cram it in a, in a short runtime. But uh, if it's good, I'll take it. And hopefully we'll get introduced to the werewolf by night in, I don't know, like Moon Knight season two or get his own show eventually. Uh, I'm excited for that. Travis, what did you think about uh, everything that you've heard so far? What are you looking forward to uh, this spooky season? Guys, great selections. But I think it's a two-way tie between the new Mop Psycho season. Actually, mm, I'll, I'll go with this. What I'm most excited for is Blue Lock and, oh, yeah. and The Witch from Mercury. Blue Lock, for anyone who doesn't know, that's a soccer anime. And I watch Aoashi, and Aoashi is another fantastic soccer anime. And now I just have a thirst to see more good, like, soccer anime content. And Blue Lock is going to be the answer. Every person I know that has read the manga has been like, this is going to break the internet the moment it drops. Like, every, everyone I know that's read Blue Lock is like, this is it. Like, we need this. So it's Blue Lock and The Witch from Mercury. The Witch from Mercury is a Gundam show. And I like Gundam, but when I was when I was younger, it was hard for me to get into Gundam. The only Gundam I really watched was uh, Gundam Iron-Blooded Orphans, and I haven't watched Gundam since. So this is the newest installment of Gundam, Brand New World, and the, their take on Gundam is very different. It has a women protagonist. It has a prologue and a first episode out that look really good like um summertime rendering level of animation the plot is stellar and the world like gundam is known for having very deep government kind of uh plots and the the world looks insane animation looks summertime render rendering level like incredible animation and i'm really excited to just explore this world explore the protagonist this is the first time they've ever had a woman protagonist in the gundam series like 40 50 year history so i'm really excited to watch this i did not know that uh the last the the last couple of gundams i've seen two of them you can't even can't even count as gundams because one of them is like code geass they use gundams so i'm like hey they use gundams i'm going to count it and um, <laughs> what was the other one? Uh, Goran Lagan. Goran Lagan. Oh, I like that one. That one was pretty good too. Um, and I just recently started watching Iron Blood Orphans. A friend of mine from work decided he was like, "Oh, you need to watch that." And I was like, "Okay." So I'm I'm on episode like five of that one. So I I definitely get it. Like I have a I have a, a middle spot for Gundam. Like, oh, the concept of Gundam is cool, but then you know, Gundam is kind of like isekai, like. It's it's an up and down roller coaster with those two genres. We need to stop the isekai hate. Yes. <laughs> Yo, Jose, how do you feel about isekai? I honestly, it it it, it depends on on the type because like I I really hate when there's like a lot of cringiness in 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 in, in the scenario in which the isekai starts. So. If it's something that I can see from a mile away, I kind of get like, uh, it, it just doesn't feel uh, g- genuine, right? So I, I tend to stay a bit more on the shonen side or or in other 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 different genres. But I would say the the one that I'm most looking forward to besides Chainsaw Man, which I actually okay, I don't know if I told you guys, but Chainsaw Man. It, well, besides Kaiju Number Eight, the, it's the first physical manga that I have read in over twelve years. Oh, wow. It's the it's the first physical manga that I actually picked up after twelve years of not reading them. Because again, just like Travis said, like the it, accessibility was not always there, right? Uh, especially when I was when I was growing up, uh, at least uh, where I grew up, getting getting manga wasn't something that was uh, super accessible unless you had the means to, you know, get, get it from, uh, get it flown out uh, for some reason. Cause even Amazon wasn't like super uh, big on selling manga uh, that, that far, that far uh, away uh, time wise. Right. So I would say uh, Chainsaw Man, the, the anime is something that I'm definitely looking forward to. I know a lot of our, our watch, our, our viewers and a lot of people around the internet are excited for Bleach, the thousand year blood war arc. Uh, yeah, but, bye. But I am I am honestly going to say the thing that I'm most excited for is My Hero Season 6. 
we had the first episode and it was absolutely beautiful without giving any spoilers away because i know people haven't seen it not, not a lot of people have seen it uh, 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 the entire way through but uh, the the best the, the thing that i like the most about this first episode is the fact that there was no nonsense we went straight into the action right there is no 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 uh no recap it's literally just ex establishing how the war against uh, the paranormal liberation uh front is going to happen so at least for me uh, seeing that battle play out as the, the there's a ton of hype around the manga which is coming out with chapters uh concurrently is is really exciting but uh that's not I, i'm pretty sure there's other things that i'm missing that are coming out this october Oh, I was gonna say so. So you like how it was straightforward. I thought you were like everybody else who also liked that episode because um a certain individual was in it that everybody lost their minds and, and that is um Miss Miracle herself, um, oh. the bunny the bunny queen herself. Yeah. <laughs> that's all I know about the. That's all I knew before I even got to watch the episode. All I saw was her on TikTok, Twitter, YouTube. She was everywhere. Everybody was losing their freaking minds. Both men, women, days alike was just going feral. Hey, she was putting it in work. She put it in work. She, I'm was. Not, not... she was killing it. She literally, she was messing those no moves up. Mm -hmm. Totally agree. But I, I think for me, the biggest thing is ex like going a little bit deeper into explaining uh, one for all. It's like the thing that I'm most excited for because I want to. Like, I feel like we've been going around it and, and just slowly peeling away layer by layer into what the true power of uh, One for All is. So I'm excited for that. I'm excited to see that. Facts, facts. But you mentioned Bleach, and I, I, right now Bleach are on the fence because it turns out that you know way back, not even I think a month ago, everybody thought that. Oh, it was in talks that Disney was going to do something with Bleach, whether take the rights of it or do something where they are the ones who are going to stream it. And then a lot of people are like, oh, there's no real validity to this. And it's just something that's just going off through the um, the grapevine. Well, it turns out that it looks like that was true. Of course, there are some people who are um, misleading a little bit. It's not like Disney full on bought Bleach. They did not do that. But they are um, putting Bleach on Hulu, which is Hulu is also under Disney. So it's more like that kind of setup. But it was very alarming to some people because there are a lot of people who went to go watch it on Crunchyroll and um, Funimation and it wasn't there. Like There were people making videos and so like, hey, what happened to Bleach? I was trying to watch Bleach for the new episode and stuff like that. Um, we're going to go we'll try to look re recap on Bleach. And it wasn't there. So a lot of people were like, oh, did they just remove Bleach out of nowhere? But it turns out they did, and it's gonna be gonna be on Hulu. What do y'all feel about this little um transition or movement to a different platform? At least for me, okay, I'm gonna be straight up. I don't mind it as much because we know that there are tons of anime on Hulu and they have not been censored. They are there, there's there's even even insofar as uh, watching my hero. My Hero Season 5 had some genuinely rough moments, uh, visceral, uh, violent moments. And there's other anime that are on Hulu that have made their home there, basically. And people use it for watching anime. That was my main the main value proposition that actually had me subscribe to Hulu even before Disney bought it, was the, 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 the rotating selection of anime that they had on, uh, on Docket. So I think that it sets a precedent for getting bigger names in the anime world to premiere on uh, Hulu. I think it's a big play from Disney's end. I do believe that uh, the main thing is not censoring it, right? That, that, just give it to us exactly as the, the writer... And the, man and the writers of the show and the mangaka meant the, the 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 piece to be seen, and then after you see the reception on that, then you can branch out and see what other anime you can bring into the platform. I don't think it's necessarily bad because I haven't seen them censor uh, anything super uh, recently. But uh, I, I I think it's a matter of let's wait until it actually drops to criticize instead of. Like b banking on saying, oh no, Disney's going all woke and they're gonna like they're gonna mess with my bleach after a decade of not having it. I think it's more of like a hold down, 
manage your expectations, watch it first, and then you can talk about it. How about you, Travis? How do you feel about Bleach on Hulu? Uh, Hulu's always had a decent catalog of anime. I think it's great that it's there and not on Disney+. Plus. I think they won't censor it. I think in the way that it's going to be played, it's going to be fine. My fear is more of since Hulu is now under Disney, as you said, it's a big play by Disney. And I feel like we're on the brink of <clears throat> what I'm going to call the anime wars, the anime streaming wars, where it's just going to be a mad grab for all of these different big name animes from a variety of different streaming services. And as the consumers, we're going to be given the short end of the stick because we're going to have to subscribe to six, seven streaming services to keep abreast of our favorite uh, anime. When before we only had to really subscribe to two, maybe like Crunchyroll really had everything. But if you yeah. didn't like Crunchyroll, you could just go to Funimation and you were fine, right? Like, so this just feels like we're entering a new era that I'm on the fence about. I'm glad that people like anime more. It's more mainstream, but I'm bummed about that. I, that makes sense. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with you because I, I, I see both sides of this. I, I definitely agree um, with Jose that, yeah, it's opening the door for, you know, anime to be seen more. And, um, you know, who knows what ideas they can pop out. I mean, we love, we all agree that um, Star Wars Visions was a, a incredibly cool concept, especially working with other anime studios, stuff like that. I would love to see more stuff like that. Um, but I've also been hearing a lot of things, well, what Travis is saying, like, yeah, a possible anime streaming war between like other places, because hey, what's going to stop others from doing that? Okay, well, Peacock's like, okay, well, Peacock might join in. Okay, we're going to take a uh, freaking One Piece. Okay, and then, yeah, and um, Apple TV, okay, well, we're going to take My Hero Academia, going back and forth, so you never know. And another thing that someone brought up, one of my mutuals brought up, was that um, Hulu, you got to deal with Hulu ads. And, you know, I would say out of all the streaming platforms, Hulu has um, very painstakingly long ads. I've never waited almost three minutes to watch something like that so but then again but of course you know people can argue that oh well there's different pay brackets for that but that's still wild though but yeah now people gotta watch bleach and then wait for like all those ads to be consumed while on hulu but yeah i mean there's many different arguments and debates that we're definitely gonna have and we're just gonna see what this does in the future i feel that i feel that i i i I think moving forward because uh, I think Crunchyroll bought Funimation, right? Or or they're still in the midst of that happening. So I think oh, once those two merge, I think that'll be like one of people's go-tos. If, if you subscribe to something, I think that'll be the one that people go to the most. But uh, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about um, subscribing to six different subscription services uh, in order to see my favorite anime. Uh, I'm I'm currently content with seeing like, I don't know, like, getting to see Death Note and One Piece on Netflix. And then if I want to watch everything on Crunchyroll, it's already there as well. Like I, I, I want to have that flexibility. Uh, it just depends on what you're willing to spend. Right. Cause uh, I, again, those Hulu ads, man, bro, they're, they, they're, they're crazy, but that also extends to other platforms. Most of the other platforms are going to have ad supported tiers on their subscription models. Uh, so it's just a matter of what are you willing to spend for your anime? Right. So Wait, so so more people are adopting that whole pay for ad kind of thing? Yeah, every I think most of the major platforms are going to have an ad supported tier. So, uh, I mean, I know Netflix is getting it. Uh, I, I think HBO Max is doing it once they merge with Discovery Plus. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hulu has it. Uh, I think I'm not sure if Disney Plus is going to have it, but uh, if Hulu has it, I'm pretty sure uh, Disney Plus might have it at some point. But yeah, that that's just it's just the way that that streaming is going at least right now. Uh, and as long as people keep paying for it, that's gonna ha- that's, it's what's gonna happen. No, <laughs> that, that, that whisper no. That's like <laughs> what? How dare you? Listen, if Netflix, if I if they dare show me a single ad on Netflix, I. <laughs> 
no, just listen. I and we talked about it briefly on on our on our last podcast, but like we have to move forward. This is not the way forward. Like paying for ads was always Hulu's biggest downfall. It was their biggest blight, and they were the only ones doing it. And it's frustrating that out of all the models to adopt of 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 uh, what streaming services are streaming services are doing, other streaming services are taking that from Hulu. That's crazy. I'm sorry for the rank, but no, yeah, no, I mean, I definitely get it because I'm also there too. Because I definitely agree that yeah, almost everyone's going to have ads, but I will say Hulu ads do stick out a little bit more. Like I've never all the other streaming platforms platforms i've never had to wait almost like three minutes to watch something ad wise and even then with like um i i don't mind ads if they correlate to what i'm watching like for example if you watch crunchyroll for free you get things related to country crunchyroll or other anime you get other recommendations of anime like oh you're watching isekai you might as well watch um rising the shield hero while you're at it or um hey we got um you know merchandise here you go. Go check that out. I've seen that before I became um before I got to the upper bracket with that one. But uh yeah, it's it's very interesting. And then yeah, with Netflix, that's wild. Netflix is doing that. I heard and I understood to a point why they did it, like, yo, because we're we're trying to um find a way to be cost effective. So we're gonna make this so their caveat is that yeah, we're gonna have lower prices, but we're gonna put ads into it. Or maybe just my humble opinion, I think maybe just calm down with some of these projects y'all are putting out a little bit. Not saying don't. I mean, I 100% champion freedom and the ability to make whatever. Oh, yeah, you have a cool idea. Let's green like that. Let's make that a show, movie, or whatever. But not everything needs to be greenlit. Because it, <laughs> us, it just, to, at least to me, I don't, I'm not in that driver's seat. I don't, I'm not driving that car. But from my passenger perspective, it just looks like y'all are green lighting everything. So maybe that's where the money, I don't know. I don't know how to run y'all money, but that's what it looks like to me. No, and I agree with you. I think they need to have fewer projects and the money that they were going to take doing those other projects, funnel it into a handful of really good shows and do marketing for it. Just put the money also in marketing because they, Netflix just came from uh, Cyberpunk Edrunners being a fantastically received show. It was not only a it was not only a anime based on a game, which in, increased the player base for that game by a million players. It also was released under the binge model. They didn't have any mark. I know. I am bitter. I am bitter. <laughs> I will always, I will always talk about this. It was under the binge model, and it was stellar. Everyone loved it. No one had a problem. No one was like, "Oh, the hype's dead." We're still talking about it. So I, I want to see more of that. Hey, I, that if if there's one proponent for the binge model, it's Edge Runners giving the run for their money for everybody. Because I mean, even the sequel, the sequel for Cyberpunk 2077 was announced due to the success that they had on that show. So, I mean, more power to you, uh, at least for that <laughs> one, bro. I mean, it's it's landing the chips exactly where people want to see them. So, uh, hopefully, for the future, we can see some improvements in the way that we see anime uh, and other shows. Uh, portrayed in different streaming services, at least uh, at least for, for, from my end. But uh, before we leave, I wanted to see if 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 you guys were down to give our your top three for things that you're watching, and then one thing that you want to watch this October. The one thing that you want to watch because I know you guys are excited for some stuff, but like the thing that you're going to be there on release day. All right. So the top three things that I'm currently watching are. Andor from Star Wars. Like that so far. It is really interesting. Um, definitely stands out from all their other um, projects so far, besides The Mandalorian. Um, another thing I've been watching is The House of a Dragon. Bro, this, this, <laughs> this stuff is wild. I mean, I know it's Game of Thrones, but damn. <laughs> That's all I can say. But yeah, but it, it but it, it revived my um, faith in Game of Thrones because after season eight, I was like, I'm done with this. Don't even look at me. 
And um, and then I was like, okay, I'll give a little peek. And then I'm like, okay, we kind of have a, a little bit of a relationship. It's still rocky, but we're working things out. We're talking to a counselor right now. But, um, <laughs> and the third thing I am watching is She-Hulk. I just want to know who's behind what's going on. Like, Because there's, there's an outside source. I want to know what that source is. Um, and the thing I want to see for sure that I'm going to be there day one is Chainsaw Man. Look, I feel like right now, and it plus it lines up with the manga landscape right now because a lot of top tier and um, manga right now are all spooky themed. You got Chainsaw Man, you got Jujutsu Kaisen, um, you got another one I haven't read yet. Um, dang, what is it? I'm trying to remember what it was, but they're all like more darker, darker than Shonen usually produces, especially especially in Shonen Jump. So yeah, Chainsaw Man be there the day before. I like that. How about you, Travis? Oh, I like that list. Um, so top three things I'm watching right now, it's going to be Overlord. Uh, it's going to be The Witch from Mercury and Mob Psycho uh, season three. The thing that I am really, I'm on on the day, going to get out of bed. I can't wait to watch this. Frontline, it's Blue Lock for sure. Oh, that's so good. I, and I can't wait to see that because, like, I, I was a big fan of Haikyuu uh, when, when it first, like, the, the, the first time that we saw Haikyuu animated, I was like, oh, shit. Like, sports anime are actually going to make make a, a comeback. Uh, so I'm excited to see Blue Lock. But I guess for me, the top three things that I'm watching right now... Uh, I'm going to put One Piece at three because I had to take a little bit of a break because I got to episode 200. I finally got to episode 200. Uh, so 20% in. Uh, yeah. and, and I feel like it's it's such a long journey, but it's so enjoyable that I just have to keep it in my top three because every time that I watch it, it's just like an aura of peace falls before me. I, 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 I'm really enjoying the story and seeing how uh, our boy Luffy uh goes from a really irresponsible captain to the best captain in the seven seas you know so that that's the he, he, he's, still, he's, still, he's still irresponsible man hasn't changed but um change okay but but, but well, well we'll see that way but I, i'm glad that you mentioned that with um how you said that you're taking a break because a lot of people act like oh you have to watch it all the way through and as a person who's of avid one piece fan it's my number one I've taken breaks. I've taken breaks multiple times. So yeah, just taking breaks does not mean that you're not in love with it or nothing like that. So yeah, just letting you know, if you ever want to watch One Piece, you don't have to watch it in one city. You don't have to do that. It's not recommended anyway. You'll be there for a long time. You're going to probably mess up your eyes. Yeah. Uh, speaking speaking about that, yes, please don't watch 10 episodes straight a daily because I did that for two weeks. And dear God, my eyes were destroyed. I was, I was a lot, it was a lot of opening credits for, for, oh. for in my brain, uh, 10 episodes daily, but I made it to episode 200. So we're still, we still have 800 and some change to go. Uh, number two, at least for me is, uh, my hero academia season six, my hero academia is started off with a bang. People, uh, were loving the first episode and I feel like we're going to get a well-animated arc that is going to have everybody talking about it once it gets rolling. So MHA, definitely in my top three. And number one is House of the Dragon. House of the Dragon has been the biggest thing of the internet uh, over the past seven weeks. Uh, it's broken records set by Game of Thrones. Uh, it's It had over, I believe, 29 million uh, concurrent viewers uh the not the last episode the one before i think we're, we haven't gotten the 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 numbers for the last episode but it's been ridiculous the amount of support those are like pre-pandemic level record-breaking numbers uh and the, the story is good the political intrigue is good the cgi is good and having the time skips have not uh derailed it I would say having the time skips has not derailed it. It's only made it even more interesting because now we have even more uh, context to go through. So those are my top three. And then the thing that I'm most looking forward to this October, I kind of don't want to take Chainsaw Man because I know Misu took it, but uh, I'm going to say the biggest thing that I'm looking forward to this October is honestly, I want to see Halloween ends. 
I'm gonna I'm shot out of left field. I want to see no Halloween <laughs> because I'm excited to see if Michael Myers can finally bite the dust. I know he's not going to, but I want to see if in this timeline Jamie Lee Curtis can actually pull it off and send our boy Michael Myers to a well-deserved permanent vacation. So that those are my picks, bro. I'm not uh, lie to you. I'm not all the way caught up on Halloween, and you're telling me the man's not dead yet? Nope. At the same nope. reaction. He's not. <laughs> he's, he hasn't been defeated. Like nope. Jason or Freddy? Oh, gosh. Wait, so how did the other movies end? I thought they, like, what, they anchor him to the lake or whatever, right? No, those that's for that's for uh that's for Jason. But for Halloween, they're basically they basically made uh they rebooted everything based off the first movie. So Halloween from 2018 basically took was the sequel to the first movie, uh, or the or the sequel to the to the second movie that actually canonically came out. And, and then they had Halloween Kills, which was the second part, which just made it even crazier. And now Halloween Ends is like the quote-unquote official ending of the main timeline. Now, if they add some more stuff, that'll be in the future. But uh, I'm excited to see because it's apparently the the last one canonically. So I'm excited to see how that goes. Okay. All right. I think we covered pretty much everything that we wanted to cover for today. But uh, before we leave, let the people know where they can find you. Mizu. You guys can find me on TikTok, Mizu Shogun, YouTube, Instagram, all Mizu Shogun. Um, I appreciate you guys, um, especially I've been pushing more YouTube shorts on and I definitely will plan on doing more actual YouTube videos. Got my laptop doing reactions. So I'll let you all see my reactions to all the new um, October anime coming out. <clears throat> and um, yeah, that's where y'all can find me. All right. Love to see it. How about you, Travis? Excellent, man. Uh, yeah, you guys can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Travis the sibling. Ooh, love to see it. Okay, uh, and then you can watch me at I'm Tropical Joe uh, on all the major social media platforms, and then on YouTube, I have two channels that you can look at, uh, Tropical Joe and Tropical Joe Gaming, where I'm posting uh, everything related to gaming news, and then everything related to pop culture on my main channel. But, uh, as always, thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure to download the podcast uh, wherever you decide to listen or enjoy our content. We, you guys have been absolutely amazing. And thank you guys for supporting the dream. As always, uh, make sure you have some fun. Check out, check out the Weeb Weekly on all social media platforms, and we will see you on the next one. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.